Pastors Larry and Tiz Huck welcome you to another Larry Huck Ministries podcast. We pray this teaching will fill you with God's wisdom, anointing, and revelation knowledge. Thank you for your prayers and faithful support. Psalms 106, it says these words, verse 1. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. And who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord or declare all his praises? Now, all of, all of you know, I think oh, hopefully all of you know, that right now we're celebrating the time that is Hanukkah. And this is a time in which for eight days, we celebrate basically two things. And I thought it's really interesting that we're celebrating at, at this time when Israel is going through this horrific time. And it's a time, one, of celebrating a supernatural victory. If you un- know the story of Hanukkah, it goes back uh, about 164 years uh, BCE or BC. And it's a time when the Greek Syrian army was attacking Israel. And finally, God had a group of Israeli religious leaders that said enough is enough, and they rose up to fight against the enemies of Israel. And you got to understand that this was a huge army. Uh, It was a a, a very um, powerful military force, but a handful of Jewish rebels rose up called the Maccabees and by the power of God and their effort, they defeated this military force. And it's interesting that when we light the Hanukkah candles and there's a song that we sing afterwards and it sings different in English than it does in Hebrew. In Hebrew, it says we're celebrating the mighty acts of God. It comes from Psalms 106.2. Who can utter the mighty acts of God? But in English, it says it a little bit different, and it says the mighty acts of man. Or excuse me, in, in Hebrew, it says the mighty acts of, of man. In, in English, it says the mighty acts of God. And it's a neat story in understanding that when you have an enemy, yes, God will rise up and fight for you, but you have to rise up and fight alongside of God so that God can bring you the victory. Amen? Now, what does that mean? It means that when we're facing something like Israel is facing now, yes, we need to pray, but prayer is not enough. And I know we hate to hear that in the church. Prayer is not enough. When we need to defeat the enemy, we need God to move for us, but we need to get up so that he can bless everything that we put our hands to. We've got to change this country. And a way to change that comes election. It's not enough to pray for our nation. We got to go out and vote the way God would have us vote for our nation. It's not enough to say Israel needs to pray against their enemies. Israel needs to rise up and fight their enemies. And God will give us the victory when we do our part. Amen. The second miracle of Hanukkah is the miracle when they came into Jerusalem on the 25th of Kesev, which is the 25th of December, and they rededicated the temple to God. 
The temple of God had been desecrated. They had brought idols in. They had sacrificed um, unkosher animals on the altar. And when they went in to light the temple menorah, and the temple menorah had seven candlesticks on it, as you know, when they went to light it, they found out that they only had one day worth of consecrated oil. And so they decided, you know what? It's better to light the light of God, the menorah of God, one day than not light it at all because it would take seven days to make the oil holy. So they went in and they lit the, the temple menorah and miraculously when they came back the next day, it had multiplied and it was still burning. And on the third day, it was still burning. Fourth day, fifth day, sixth day, seventh day. But here's an interesting part of the story. Is seven days, the oil was now consecrated where they could bring oil in. But when they came in, it was still burning on the eighth day. Now, we all know about the number seven. We know that the number seven means the completion. We know that there are seven days in a week, and Shabbat is the center of that seven days. When we see seven, we know that something is complete. But ancient Jewish wisdom says the number eight is the number of a new beginning. Now, I wish I'd have known that when we named this ministry New Beginnings. I just thought it was a cool name. But when you look at this, when you get to the number eight, the number eight means that God has completed everything and he's starting all over to bring every one of us a new beginning. The number eight in Hebrew, and forgive me if I say this wrong, is Shemona, which means to make fat or to overflow. It's beyond just completing. It's meaning God is going to complete the miracles that you need in your life, but he's going to bring more than enough. He's going to bring an overflowing, and the number eight moves us from the natural to the supernatural. Now, I claim that for the nation of Israel right now that God brings a supernatural victory, not just a natural victory over Hamas, but a supernatural victory over the land of Israel where the peace of Almighty God can reign on everybody there and that God takes all the Middle East into a supernatural realm of the peace of Almighty God during this time of Hanukkah. It's interesting that the root word for oil, and, and, and of course the menorahs were lit by not candles in the temple, but by oil and wicks, that the Hebrew word for oil is shemen, which is the same root words for the, the meaning of to distribute. When you look at oil, oil doesn't assimilate. Oil rises to the top. And I believe that during this time of Hanukkah, that the anointing of God represented by the menorah, the anointing of God is going to rise to the top on the nation of Israel. That the anointing of God is going to rise to the top on all of our lives. That the anointing of God is going to defeat anything that comes against Israel, comes against America, comes against the world. I believe 
that what Satan has meant for evil, there is a great awakening of the light of God around the world, and that oil is going to rise to the top and bring us tremendous victory. I love that the number eight means a new beginning. A new beginning for Israel. A new beginning for the world. And if you're facing something, a new beginning for you. You know, we've been in our family have faced cancer the last five years. And we know that it's been defeated in Lion and it's been defeated in Tiz. But we're claiming in our family that during this time that the light of God, the anointing of God, the supernatural power of God will cover our family that this battle will never have to be fought again. We're going to go through the whole cycle. Whatever you're facing, whatever you're, you're looking at, that God will complete this and bring you a new beginning and cause you to rise up in the supernatural anointing and the blessing of God. You know, you look at the number eight, and the number eight, when you think of a male child, on the eighth day, a child is circumcised. And this is a sign of a covenant. And I claim for all of us, I claim for us, and I claim for the nation of Israel, I claim for our country, God, reconnect us to the covenant promises of God. Reconnect us to that anointing. Reconnect us to that presence of God. Because where there is the light of God, light always pushes back darkness. Can I have an amen? amen? And that's what we need. You know, the other thing about Hanukkah is that the menorah in the temple was lit during the day. But the Hanukkah menorah is lit when it gets dark. So what we're saying is that when we serve God, no matter how dark it gets out there, God's light is going to shine brightly and God's light is going to shine powerfully into our lights. But you know, one of the things that I love about the Hanukkah menorah, and, and we have two in our house. We have one that is in our kitchen that we light as, as it begins to get dark outside. But I have one that's a little bit smaller than this that I put outside because you're taught to take the Hanukkah menorah and put it in the window. Why do we put it in the window? Because it's not enough that we know the light of God will light our lives. We need to put it out where the world is in darkness and say, you know what? The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, he will bring light into whatever darkness it is you're facing. But this year I've done it something a little bit different. We always take our, we have a big, big menorah and we put it in right by our front window and everything. But this year, I didn't put it in the window. I took it out in front of my house and put it on the sidewalk. And I'm saying, I dare anyone to say to me, you can't shine God's light. Because, you know, all over the country, they're saying, you need to hide your menorah. I've got friends, Israel friends, that were in Europe last week, and they said, you need to not show your star of David or you need not put your kippah on. And there's going to come a time if we don't stand up and say our Jewish brothers and sisters have the right to wear their, their kippah, they have a right to show their star of David. If you don't, there's going to come a time that they're going to say you're not to show your cross or your belief in, 
in Christ or your relationship with God. And I want us to say we are standing together with Almighty God. We are combined, Jews and Gentiles, combined together to bring the light of God to the world. And we will not let anybody tell us to be quiet or to sit down. You know, when I went to Israel uh, a month or so ago, I had my Israel, my, my, my Israel hat on, and I walked through the airports, and I walked through everywhere, and I was almost daring someone to say something to me. Because if you want to know why I stand with Israel, I'll tell you why. Because Israel has given us a relationship with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and we cannot thank them enough. Can I have an amen? Would you stand with me all over the building? Let me, let me close with this scripture. In 2 Samuel twenty-two twenty-nine, God's word says this. You are my lamp, O Lord. The Lord turned my darkness into light. The Lord turned my darkness into light. Before we go this morning, I want to pray for miracles. You know, when, 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 you know, when I realized that our guests weren't, weren't going to be able to come and speak, it just broke my heart. It, it broke my heart. What they've gone through is so severe they had to take them home. May we never understand that. But may our hearts always be with the people of Israel to truly say, never again. Never again. But maybe you need a miracle in your life. We're going to believe God to bring that miracle to you. And you know how wonderful it is to say to someone who maybe doesn't, a little bit, who maybe doesn't know God, that our God can bring you a miracle. You know, um, when I was sitting at my desk in my office at home last night, and I was just writing a few notes down, because there's, so there's so much to teach about the light of God, about Hanukkah, the festival of lights. And I thought, this is a time in which God says, remember, I can defeat an enemy that looks like it can't be defeated. And I can bring my anointing and multiply that anointing when it looks like the anointing is running out. And I thought about sitting there in Tel Aviv. There's a big center down there where we're remembering the hostages. And sitting there with Raz and Aviv and Doran's, their mother's aunt and sister. And looking at them and they're drained. You know, uh, the government of Israel has asked if I would be willing to host a meeting at the embassy in Washington, D.C. And so we're working on those dates. And the things that the people of Israel have gone through is beyond anything we can imagine. But our God can bring healing of great things or God can bring miracles if something seems small in your life. That's how wonderful our God is. He is the light of the world. And I can remember sitting there with the aunt of Raz and Aviv and Doran's sister and saying, 
we're going to pray because we know God can do a miracle. And, and folks, it, it's hard to explain. They were just, they were just drained. I said, our God cares and can do a miracle. And I remember, I don't know if we caught it on film, but I remember Sam standing, sitting next to me and he says to them, when Pastor Larry prays, miracles take place. Well, if one can send a thousand flee, what can a thousand of us do? Or 10,000 of us or a million of us do? The only way darkness wins is in the absence of light. Let's be the light of God wherever we go. Amen. Amen. Just think about Raz and Aviv and that miracle that God brought. You know, when we look at that scripture in, it was in Zechariah, and he says, the eyes of the Lord running to and fro. Ancient Jewish wisdom says that when Zechariah got that prophecy, the eyes of the Lord is running to and fro, looking for someone who he can be strong on their behalf. In Hebrew, those words, those, those words equal seven words. And he said, when he saw that, he saw it over the temple menorah, the eyes of God, representing the anointing and the light of God. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. The eyes of God is looking for you. And he wants to be strong on your behalf. I believe that right now we are in a tremendous time of miracles. I believe that we're closer to you know, uh, somebody always asks me this, and I, so I might as well throw it in. If you look at the temple menorah, the temple menorah has three bowls on one side. It has the middle and three bowls on the other side. The Hanukkah menorah has four bowls and four bowls representing the eight days of miracles. And people say all the time, well, pastor, what about the middle one? How come we don't count the middle one on the Hanukkah menorah? when we count the middle one on the temple menorah because this is called the shamash and the shamash is always at a different level and the shamash is to stay lit and it bends down if one of these lights go out if one of these lights go out it bends down to light that light the shamash is called the servant ancient jewish wisdom says it represents the messiah I believe we're closer to the coming of the Messiah than ever before. But between now and then, whether it's for the nation of Israel or whether it's for you and I individually, I believe the power of Almighty God will bend down. And when you think your light is running out, God will renew that light and we're going to shine brighter than ever before. I believe in all my heart, Israel is going to shine greater than it's ever done. I believe in all my heart, the greatest time in the history of our Jewish brothers and sisters in the land of Israel is just before us. And I believe our time, the greatest time we've ever seen is just before us. So I wonder here this morning, are you here and you say, Pastor Larry, I need the light of God into my life. Maybe it's your marriage. Maybe it's your health. Maybe it's someone you love. Maybe it's your finances. Whatever it is, you say, I want to accept 
a miracle from God today. Would you lift your hand up all over the building and say, it's in my children, it's in my home, it's in my life, it's in my family. Whatever it is, now put your hands down. And I know you heard this story a million times, but we have so many new people watching us live around the world. The Father, the Avos of all blessings, is I will bless those who bless Israel. That's the Father of all blessings, Genesis 12, 3. Five years ago, they gave Lion no chance to live. And here he is, the star of the kindergarten class. <laughs> Seriously, the principal said, he's my favorite person. He walks in, hey, hey. He's, he, he loves everybody. He's happy for everybody. They gave him no chance. Five years ago, they told our family, looked at Tiz and said, I think I can give you three months. Look at her. She's more beautiful now than she's ever been. That's your Christmas present. <laughs> God is no respecter of persons. If God can do these, this kind of miracle for our family, what is it that he can do for you? Let the light of God shine. Amen? Would you take your neighbor's hands all over the building and say this out loud with me. Say it out loud with me. Heavenly Father, I know that you're a God of miracles. And I receive that miracle power in my life, in my home, and in my family right now. And I pray for the miracle of God in the land of Israel, on all Jewish people around the world. We take authority over anti-Semitism, over anti-God. We claim the greatest years in the history of Israel, in America, and around the world is yet to come because the light of God is greater in us than anything we face. We give you praise for you are almighty God. If you believe in miracles, give the Lord a clap offering right now. Amen. I want to just say to everyone, Happy Hanukkah. May this next year be the greatest year so far, and truly our best is yet to come. Keep Israel in prayer. We're keeping you in prayer. Love, son, everybody, before you go.